Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome to the Shoot Your Thought podcast. Thank you, Neil, for not interrupting my intro this week. I appreciate that a lot. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> no, we don't have any breaking news for you today, but we do have a super fun show. We're going to start off uh, with some losers of the week. Loser. Should I go first or should you go first? Yeah. Should I go first? Take it away. All right, I'm going to go first. So mine's a little bit controversial. Um, this past week, uh, obviously, we're all paying attention to the Olympics. And Simone Biles um, decided to step out of the uh, one of the competitions, one of the final competitions. And my loser is not Simone Biles by any means. She is a winner in every sense of the word. My loser is everyone that critiqued her for stepping out. Mm-hmm. She owes nothing to the United States of America. She owes nothing to anybody. She's done so much in her career already, and she's so young. And yet all of these losers that probably live in their parents' basement are coming out and saying that, oh, she she's a disgrace to the country. She's, you know, she she's a whiny crybaby or whatever. I've seen a lot of these people on, you know, other podcasts and other other shows talking about how much of a loser she is. Meanwhile, these people, like I said, are sitting literally on their couch watching this on TV, not doing anything for the country, not doing anything for probably anyone. Um, so Simone Biles is the GOAT. She literally is greatest of all time. Um, she's one of the most decorated Olympians in history. Like, let's let her, if she feels that she can't mentally or physically compete, then she can do whatever she wants. And that goes for any Olympian. That goes for any athlete. If you do not feel that you are capable enough to perform, there is no pressure to perform. Yeah. That's my that's my two cents there, Neil. I Take would, it away. I would have to agree with you. Um, my loser of the week is Jerry Colangelo. Uh, Jerry who Colangelo is that, Neil? Is the person who guided U.S. basketball out of the trash bin and engineered three straight gold medal runs in the Olympics. Three straight. Um, he's my loser this this week because of the difficulty that he and Greg Popovich have had assembling and getting this team together to this point. They've just, you know, struggled losing to teams they shouldn't be losing to, you know, inexplicably having guys like Kevin Love on their team when Kevin Love isn't even in shape. Kevin Love had to take himself out of Kevin the Love didn't want tournament to be there. Yeah. Because he was out of shape and claimed to be injured when he wasn't injured. Kevin Love has had his fair share of problems over the past two years. But, you know, this Team USA uh, squad that Jerry Colangelo, Jerry Colangelo has assembled, they finished 7th in the 2019 FIBA World Cup of Basketball. They lost two exhibition games in the lead-up to the Olympics this year. You know, they still they have rebounded of late. Um, led by Kevin Durant, and they rebounded, you know, to beat teams like, or nations like Iran. They beat Spain yesterday. They beat Spain yesterday. They still have a chance to win the gold medal, but just the fact that they aren't the dominant 
USA squad that we've seen the last three tournaments. Yeah. It, it just, you know, they're they're now having a problem getting players to play for this team. That's the thing. Like, you look at teams of the past, you know, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, like LeBron yeah. James, Carmelo Anthony in his prime. Like, yeah. they were all, like, dying to go to the Olympics to represent Team USA. You remember you, you seeing that epic footage of the Team USA team with like LeBron, Chris Paul, Dwight Howard, they're yeah. all they're all in like a Wendy's or or like a gas station Wendy's, just having burgers before yeah. one of their games, having fun, actually wanting to play for their nation. Because they would go out and just destroy every single team. And now you have like all these all these players. Yeah, LeBron isn't even playing. Like these players that don't think it's it's worth their time to go to the Olympics. You know, they they'd rather prepare for the next season. Yeah, like I, my loser is Jerry because of the fact that he doesn't have up and coming rising stars like Trey Young on this team. Yeah, you know, instead he opted for guys like Javale McGee or Kevin Love. McGee. And like, I just don't understand it. You know, you want you want yeah. the best players, the best American players who want to play for their nation, playing for your nation. And again, there's always, you know, there's probably things that go on behind closed doors that we don't know about. Like maybe they had a conversation with Trey Young. Maybe they, you know, they approached him. Maybe they approached Mm -hmm. these other players and said, like, you know, how do you feel about this, about playing for a Team USA? And maybe, like, well, yeah, LeBron's not playing. LeBron doesn't want to play. No, LeBron said no. LeBron's too busy promoting his new movie, but... You know, have you seen it yet? Have you seen no, Space Jam 2? I have not. We should we should have a whole episode. Want to have just like a live screening on our show here? I think we have to. I think we have to. And then just talk about you know our reaction to that. Yeah, yeah I mean I we think could. I think that's good. We'll analyze every single. Just you get know, a like, Twitch stream going and just analyze this movie. Like, oh, Bugs Bunny should have passed that ball. He shouldn't have gone for that shot. Crazy behind the back pass by that animated character. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah, we'll we'll hit it up. Uh, so yeah, let's talk. Uh, let's talk more Olympics. Uh, we promised more Olympics on last week's show. This morning, Andre de Grasse won the gold medal in the men's two hundred meter sprint. Yeah, I mean it's great. You know, like he. This is his first gold. This is his first gold. Yeah, he had he scored a bronze medal in the one hundred meter dash. This in the two hundred meter heat, there was no competing with him. You know, he shined through. Um, You know, even with Usain Bolt now retired, the team USA, who have been knocking on the door many Olympics in a row, could not you know crack the top of this race because. Our Canadian boy, Andre de Grasse, you know, has been knocking on the door. He kind of got the torch passed down to him last last Olympics. Yeah, from you remember that, Bolt. that specific moment where Usain Bolt was looking yeah. to his right? Oh, yeah. And they had that moment where Usain Bolt literally, like, shook his finger at him. Yeah, you that know, was we, literally like him saying, you're next, but this is still my time. Yeah, I mean, the Olympics in the, sorry, the the United States did finish second and third in this 200 meter race. So, you know, they didn't finish first, did they? They didn't finish first. They did not finish first. No, it's all those, uh, all those GoDaddy commercials that Andre DeGrasse has been doing, you know, Mm -hmm. like he's, he's just, that's, that's mentally prepared him for this race. Yeah. And this is honestly like a really big moment for Canada, which we're talking about this before the show. They usually show. Sorry, they usually save their big showings for the Winter Olympics. For the Winter Olympics, yeah. You know, being Canadian, he's he's now just one of seven men, DeGrasse's, 
in history to win at least two Olympic medals in the 200 or in racing at all. Yeah. Um, you know, so I grew up like idolizing Donovan Bailey. Don- Donovan Bailey is one that comes to mind, right? Yeah. But there's obviously an asterisk beside Donovan Bailey. There's not. There, you know, there's always. Why is there talks. an asterisk? Donovan Bailey has caught a lot of heat over the years, you know, with like his doping and whatnot. But you know, like he, we grew up he is idolizing a Canadian hero, and I, I'm sure DeGrasse grew up the same way, mm-hmm. watching that and wanting to be that, and now he is. You know, he surpassed everyone's expectations by winning a gold medal. And even him, like, after he crossed the finish line, he couldn't believe it. Yeah. He actually broke down in excitement and, like, disbelief that he actually just pulled this off. Threw that Canadian flag over his back. and Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Um, How about those Canadian women? Let's talk about the Canadian women in general. Penny Alexiak just throwing it down. Greatest of all time. You talking about goats? Literally, the greatest of all time. The most decorated Canadian Olympian in history. Did you see what she tweeted after? Uh, after she tweeted she a bunch of things. She's she's been tweeting Drake lyrics. Yeah. She tweeted, um, oh, what was the one? It was one of the greatest. Trust me, at the top, it isn't lonely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the greatest Canadian Olympic swimmers of all time. Yeah, if not oh. the greatest. Yeah, and she tweeted out. Um, do you see the tweet about her her high school teacher who told her to to, to give quit up swimming? swimming? Yeah, yeah. She she um yeah. She said she googled the most uh, decorated Olympian and her name came up. And she's like, I just want to thank that that my high school teacher that told me to give up swimming because I was never going to do anything with it or I was never going to go anywhere. And here we are, Penny Alexiak. Did you ever watch that? Um, Why you know, would someone ever tell someone to quit what they're doing if that's their passion? I just don't understand that. That should be the true loser of the week is that that high school teacher. Any high school teacher that ever tells. I mean, my high school teacher told me to quit math and that was probably for the best because mm-hmm. math was not my thing. And I then went into <laughs> other things. But um, yeah, no. So that teacher was right. But other teachers were definitely wrong. But no, I was going to say, um, have you seen any of those like Christmas specials that I think Sportsnet does where they bring a bunch of like Canadian, not just Canadian, but um, athletes that play for Canadian teams or Canadian athletes and they put them all in like a room and they have like a Christmas dinner together. Have you seen any of those? No. Uh, at the last one, it was Penny Alexiak. It was um, Bianca Andreescu. Uh, man, who else was there? Um, the lead singer of their Arkells was there. I'm pretty sure Fred, Fred Van Vliet was there. It was like, you got to see it. Just an sp- a w- interesting spread of individuals. And very <laughs> like weird, interesting. I'm pretty sure Nick Nurse was there. <laughs> it was great. It was awesome. And they were literally just sitting around. This was like a half an hour, just like Christmas special. Yeah. Of them, you know, talking about like, you know, what it means to represent Canada and what it means to like have family and have people in Canada supporting them. But yeah, no, it's great. We got to hear you got to hear like Penny Alexiak's version of you know what it means to her, which mm-hmm. was it was so cool to it was so cool to listen to. Um, but yeah, no Canadian women just throwing it down, kicking ass at this Olympics, kicking ass in soccer as well. Kicking ass in soccer, nice segue, are, Neil. Nice segue. Women are putting in work this Olympics. Yeah, for the first time in twenty, I think it's nineteen years, the Canadian women have beaten Team USA. And Team USA was not happy about it because Team USA usually dominates at these at any sort of um, international competition. Yeah. So the the Americans held a, it was actually a twenty year win streak over the over it was Canada. Twenty years. Twenty years. Okay. 
So even more fuel to the fire. Yeah. You know, and USA, you know, Megan Rapino. Rapino, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rapino. 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 She was dropping a rap about Canada after right, the I'm match. I'm going to cut this off. I'm going to cut this <laughs> off right now. Uh, but yeah, you were going to talk about what you said afterwards? Yeah, like, like just the fact she said that, you know, like, I hate losing. I hate losing to Canada even more. Yeah, this is a bitter you one know, to like swallow, like... Obviously, you you hate to lose to Canada. It's a bitter one to what swallow. Does what does that mean? It's just someone you hate to lose to a better team away than from your this team. Thirty-six year old who is obviously, you know, like still living in the past. Obviously, they have had tremendous success over the last couple Olympics, and you lose a very tightly contested game. Canada played a very good defensive game in this. The only goal that was scored was a penalty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you know, like when. She took a knee, like Rapino took a knee at the White House on the field when she refused Trump's White House invitation. She became vocal about equity and like, especially for female soccer players, she stood for a lot. She's been amazing. You know? and yeah, she's been, she did she's all a of this 100%. and, you know, like my opinion is strong women lift strong women up. They lift each other up, you know, and for you to you know, just kind of say this and kind of go against everything that you've represented in the past, it it will leave a smear on her reputation moving forward, you know? Yes. Uh, I, I don't want, yeah, I don't want to take away from anything that she's she's done for, mm-hmm. for the sport, anything that she's done for women in the sport. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, it it's a little bit of like, I'm going to kind of try and give her the benefit of the doubt because this is possibly her last Olympics. Yeah. And that's why, and this was immediately after the match. Right. And obviously we've seen, we've seen, you know, male athletes say far much worse, Mm -hmm. far much worse. That's, that's correct. Right. Far worse. Far worse. There you go. I went to school for English. Um, and then, uh, yeah, no. So we've seen players immediately after games say heated things, say things that they've had to apologize for later. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt here just because this is probably her last Olympics and she was probably feeling, you know, feeling the pressure, but also feeling the, the defeat. It was probably getting to her. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyways, the Canadian women are playing for gold tomorrow. Yeah, they had to have their game rescheduled, uh, because of the heat. Oh, did they actually? Yeah. Like it, they actually had to, you know, that it it was 40 degrees and you know the Men's both sides hot. both sides are actually like very concerned about the players well-being in playing in that heat it's fucking hot in japan right now clearly <laughs> you know? and yeah. playing in that especially playing a full 90 minutes in yeah. intense battle they are having water breaks medal. though they are having water breaks they though. have to usually right? when there is um in soccer in in anywhere in the world mm-hmm. if the if it reaches a certain temperature they will have the water breaks yeah so the game was scheduled for 11 a.m so obviously they're going to be playing in midday sun um yeah i mean we'll see what happens you know hopefully Canada so can take 11 a.m their time their time 10 p.m our time 10 p.m our time so I don't. Yeah. Well, that beats the last game, which was at 4 a.m. our time. So I would much rather a 10 p.m. start than a 4 a.m. start. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm excited for this game. Possibly Christine Sinclair's 
last time lacing up boots for Team Canada. Nah, she's got another eight, <laughs> eight to twelve years in her. You know, probably. If you were to ask her, if you were to make that her decision, she would definitely be back again. The Haley Wickenheiser <laughs> of the summer. You know, she, yeah, seriously. Play until she's fucking fifty years old. Seriously, I have I've gotten some heat actually from my background on my phone. I'm gonna show you, but it's it's um. Adriana Leon. <laughs> it's just, literally just she. It's just the weirdest photo because it's just her standing like as a superhero, but like she's possibly the love of my life, and she's plays for Team Canada, and she is my background on my phone. Let's get her on this podcast. We need to. I'm gonna call know, her up. I've got I've got questions for her. You know? like, <laughs> like what like, do you do? What do you enjoy doing at night? You are know? you single? Do you are enjoy you... long walks on the beach? You know? Can you see yourself with a guy named Josh? You know? These are the questions that need answers. Burning Neil. questions. These are the questions. The if we get her on this podcast, I'm going to message her on Instagram or something. I'm going to be that loser that slides into the DMs. I'm not going to wait until the gold medal game. We'll reach out right now. Reach out right now? Yeah. I will. If we get her on the podcast, I will ask her out on the podcast. I'm, I'm claiming that right now. Man, that's going to be some hit. You know, like really good listens right there is when you get rejected on this podcast when i get rejected on the podcast yeah hey i'm doing it for the cloud here let's go let's go yeah. and possibly a lifelong companion anyways let's move on <laughs> let's move on to uh the crazy world of nba free agent frenzy holy crap can you keep track of who plays for who anymore oh my god fucking super teams super teams super teams super teams super teams yeah what do we want to like? Where do we want to start? Let's I'm start looking at with the who, list here. Who, well, obviously, like, you've seen a lot of signings happen over the last few days. Yeah. Um, who do you think are, are coming out of free agency so far as winners and who as losers? What teams do you think just got better? What teams didn't do enough? What teams are losers? Like, what do you think is going on right now? Um, in terms of winners. I haven't decided if the Lakers are a winner or a loser yet. I haven't decided. I that is that is still up for debate in my opinion because they got a lot of big names, mm -hmm. but all of these names can they work together? I'll tell you what is a loser with the LA Lakers. Let's hear it. Their defense. They just, yeah. you know, like who's gonna play defense on that team? Right, Andy like Davis. I guess he'll get you rebounds. But Kyle like, Kuzma and KCP were two very versatile. Montrez Harrell too. Montrez Harrell, like Alex Caruso, like these are four very versatile strength players that played defense while LeBron James just sat around and waited for the ball to get to him so he can go back on offense. Literally, yeah. You know, like an aging LeBron James, an aging the player that just signed in Carmelo Anthony, like. Neither of them are going to have that, you know, like defensive mind when they're there, you know. So, you know, their defense allowed a league best 106.8 points per 100 uh, possessions last season. I don't see them coming near that this year without anyone wanting to play defense on this team. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's going to so, be it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch, but like they're going to be a team that puts up a lot of points but they're also going to be a team that gives up a lot of points yeah so there's going to be a lot of high scoring lakers games you know who i think is a real winner out of this uh two winners so far okay let's hear it miami heat obviously are number one in my books because of specifically larry 
I was gonna wait we, to talk about Lowry. If you want to talk about it now, we can. <laughs> well, let's get into it. You know, like all right, let's get into let's it. Let's talk about it. Kyle he, Lowry has the Miami left Heat, the Toronto Raptors, to go to the Miami Heat on a three-year deal. And he's getting the, paid. Do you have the numbers in front of you? It's ninety mil over three. Ninety years. mil over three years. Okay, yeah, I see it here. Um, I mean, good for him. He got his money. The Raptors were not going to give him that money. So go get your money. Um, what are your thoughts, New? They got a big three now. They got Bam Adebayo, who is a star. He is one of the top big men in this league because he can do it all. They got Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets. Who is doing his thing and just re-upped in Miami himself to yep. a nice little contract. Mm-hmm. And now they got their boy, Kyle Lowry, 35 years old, but still young as fuck with that booty. Taking oh charges God. left and right. <laughs> <laughs> that big old booty is on his way to Miami. Um, this is obviously a bitter one to swallow for for any greatest any raptor fan. of all time. The greatest raptor of all time, yeah. hands down. You cannot you cannot uh, debate that he is the greatest raptor of all time. Um, and it's yeah, it's a difficult one to to think about. It's a it's a it's a sad day in Toronto. Kyle Lowry will have a statue in Toronto. I guarantee it. Um, yeah. However. They should have a statue of him taking a charge. Yeah, hundred percent. Or him on the floor, giving like a, a that way <laughs> sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I was gonna say was, I think this is. I, I feel okay as a Raptors fan, letting Kyle Lowry go. Yeah. I I feel okay. This team is moving in a direction that didn't suit Kyle Lowry's playing style anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with this, and I trust Masai, and I trust Bobby Webster. And let's just say I don't think they're done this offseason with uh, with the moves that they're making. I think Miami. No, I think the Raptors. We'll get to the Raptors in a sec. Yeah, we want to. I want to dive a little bit more into that. Mm-hmm. I think Miami is going to be a great team because they have Tyler Hero coming off the bench. You know, they just re-signed uh, Duncan Robinson to five years. Duncan Robinson, you know, like he's a great. You know, catch and shoot guy on the wing, play defense. You know, he's he's got an awesome hairstyle. Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson has an awesome hairstyle. It's not like the most basic white guy hairstyle. I think is. it's always it's always maintained. <laughs> you know, like it never like moves. Fair. It's always maintained. Yeah. I need to know what gel product that guy uses. Like, because yeah, that yeah. is some of the best gel. With that hold, goddamn Duncan Robinson. Let me know, man. Let me know. It's beating my uh, Shoppers Drug Mart <laughs> brands that I use. Um, Another uh, winner is the Chicago Bulls. Yes, let's talk about that. They've the Chicago got a, Bulls have, have, have got a, a big fucking three. big three as they've well. They've got a big three now. Like, they have Zach Levine, who is the reigning uh, leading scorer in the league last year. They have Vooch, big acquisition last year. You know, they, they went out and spent all of this trade capital on landing Nikola Vucevic last year. Yeah. They still didn't make the playoffs. This is the year they do it because they got our boy DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. Signing a big three-year, $85 million deal. And that sign and trade, yeah. So They also went out and signed Lonzo Ball. They did. To a four-year, $85 million contract. This is, they almost have like a big four now. And they have Alex Caruso. They signed the Caruso. They signed the Caruso. To I have the deal in front of me. Um, He's getting paid four too. years, thirty-seven million. Yeah, which is decent for a bench player. 
for a player just, that doesn't even play most games. I just don't understand how they're going to... Like, this is a good problem to have if you're the Chicago Bulls. I just don't understand how... When you have two guard spots, you now have Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Lonzo Ball. DeMar DeRozan's going to have to play the, the forward spot there, but... Yeah, 100%. Holy fuck. This, this team is... They're going to be good. Can stack up against anyone now. Can they stack up against the Brooklyn Nets, big three? Is this going to be... Are we sensing some Bulls of the 90s here? No, no. No, 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 no. Is your Scottie Pippen and Zach Levine is your Michael Jordan? And no, no, Got no, Dennis no. Rodman and Vucevic? I don't, I don't know. know. We'll see. Maybe maybe DeRozan is, is rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. And now that he's playing for a team he wants to play for. Another big winner of free agency is Stephen Curry. He got paid. He's going to be making. I saw the I saw the um the the breakdown of his contract. He's going to be making. My god. He just signed a four four-year extension for 215 million dollars. Every single game he plays, he's going to be making $650,000 per game. Per game. He can go, he can walk into some parts of Toronto and buy a house in cash after playing one game. He pisses excellence. Honestly. I mean, he deserves it. He's one of the greatest. He changed. He's one of the greatest basketball players ever, Mm -hmm. ever. He's changed the game so much. He made it a three point game. Like literally he made the game of basketball into what it is right now. He he revamped the entire mindset you know, I like to think actually the Phoenix Suns of the early 2010s, like the Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire, Sean Marion. I feel like that fast-paced play mm-hmm. that they had changed the game, and then Stephen Curry just kind of took the baton from them and went with it, and then went saying, "Hey, we're gonna jack up three after three because I can make this shit from anywhere yeah. on the court." And Stephen Curry did exactly that, and now. You know, you can't guard Stephen Curry. You literally, he can score from anywhere. Anywhere. You can't guard him. So that ties up the Splash Bros for the next few years at least, right? Yeah, and I'm hoping that we see a healthy Klay Thompson this season. Should be back. He should be coming back healthy this year. He hasn't played in two years. That's all right. He hasn't played in two years. He just needs to get the ball thrown to him and make a three. If he can do that. If Carmelo can do that until he's 37 years old, Klay Thomas can do that until he's 37. Klay Thomas. Clay Thompson. Clay Thomas. Clay Thompson. Yeah, you're just so excited about this, aren't you? I'm so bad with names. <laughs> um, Where's Jake McCann when you need him? Jake McCann. <laughs> Best leaf of all time. Um, some news that probably made you happy is that Aaron Baines is not going to be coming back to the Toronto Raptors. <laughs> Thank the Lord. He will not be returning. We, actually, I didn't hear this news. He will not be returning. The Raptors, yeah, they made some some roster moves. They're Okay, so here's why I'm thinking they're not done. They're very, very much far from done. They're clearing up some space here on their roster. Oh, my God. They're, they got rid of Ken Birch, which I, you know, I, I wanted to see him back because I think he was. So right now, the Raptors have no centers. They have Chris Boucher. They got rid of Aaron Baines. Ken Birch is gone. They have no centers. Mm-hmm. They were going to go after Jared Allen, but that didn't work out. But that didn't. The thing is, that didn't work out. And then they dropped Ken Birch and Aaron Baines. So there's a backup plan here. There's a plan already in motion for the Raptors. 
This is how much I trust Bobby Webster and Masai Ujiri. Even DeAndre Bembry is gone. Which I and I liked him. They I was signed a fan of him. Sam Decker from the Clippers. They did. Uh, oh, they waved. They waved Paul Watson. They did. Which, they can't have two Pascal Siakam fucking lookalikes on the same <laughs> team, so they waved Paul Watson. Yeah, which I, I don't, I didn't agree with. They waved Rodney Hood as well. They did, and um, Stanley Johnson as well. They're just getting rid of mans out here. <laughs> like, they're getting rid of, which means they're going to be bringing in some people. Okay. Do we want to talk about the person I hope they bring in? Are you sure they're getting rid of Aaron Baines? Because this might be the best news I've heard all month. I'm seeing it right now on CBSSports.com. They're, that, they're waving him. Um, they are. They're not waving him. I think they bought out his contract. Okay, so we we keep in mind we just acquired Precious Achiua from Miami in the sign and trade with Kyle Lowry, as okay. well as. Um, I thought it wasn't a sign. Was it a sign and trade? I thought it wasn't a sign and trade. It was a sign and trade. Oh, we okay. also got Goran Dragic. So they made, re- like, I don't know what they're going to do with Dragic, but like. Hang on. Are you sure about that? Yes. Are you sure about that? With Kyle Lowry? Yes. Yeah, it was a sign and trade. I feel like we need to look this up. I'm looking at it right now. So they got Precious Tachua. And Goran Dragic in that um, deal with Kyle Lowry. Okay. They the still only have reason a lot is of... Miami couldn't obviously take on all those contracts, so they had to give something back yeah. to make the contract work. Yeah, if you're going to pay Kyle Lowry $90 million. Yeah, the Raptors went out and, you know, Precious Achiua is only 2.7 mil. Goran Dragic is 19.4 mil. Dragic is going to have a lot of people wanting him. On their team, if he gets bought out by the Raptors, the Raptors just re-signed Gary Trent as well, which I love. How much was that deal? I just I was just looking at it in front of me. For um, Gary Trent, he gets three years, fifty-four mil. Fifty-four mil. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, I'm very much okay with that. I I really like Gary Trent Jr. I yeah, think he's he, a he's an end of game player that he, you put in, on to in the crunch time. In the seventeen games he played with the Raptors. He averaged just over 16 points a game. You know, you're gonna if you're gonna have a player that averages 16 points a game and pay him 18 mil for the the season, compared to the 30 mil that Kyle Lowry's getting, you're probably gonna get great production from Gary Trent for almost half that amount that Kyle Lowry's getting. And you got 100%. a young ass player; he's 22 years old. 100. percent What What are the Raptors really good at? Is developing their young players. Exactly. Exactly. So I think this is a great deal that they had in place and Gary Trent will only continue to grow as his, you know, role with this team grows. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, what I did want to talk about and I've seen rumors about it floating around everywhere. And every time I see a rumor, I, I let out a little bit of a, a little bit of an, a scream out loud. Um, but that's that the Raptors are trying to work out a deal for Dame Lillard. I can't even, like, I'm having trouble just even talking about it. Because if this happens, that means they're set. The Raptors are set. The Raptors, this is like a Kawhi deal. They would have to give up quite a lot, which I'm a little bit wary of. Because, obviously, Dame Lillard is still under contract. Um, but, yeah, this is, a, this is a deal that if the Raptors make, they are a championship team again. 
Look at this team. This team is not far off from the team that won the championship. This team, I think, is at the same caliber as the team that won a championship. Fred Van Vliet, in my opinion, right now, at Fred Van, Fred Van Vliet's point in his career compared to Kyle Lowry's point in his career, Fred Van Vliet is a better point guard. He is, yeah. In my opinion. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on the Raptors going after Dan Lillard? We're seeing them clear out. What would you out. see in a return for Dame Lillard? That's like, what, what I'm a little ask? scared of. That's what I'm a little scared of. Portland, if they, if Dame Lillard actually wants out, Portland is going to want a lot for Dame Lillard. They're going to want a lot because they're if Dame Lillard, wow, I can't even speak right now. If Dame Lillard leaves Portland, they're going to have to go into a rebuild, which means they're going to need some draft picks. They're going to need some prospects, and they're going to need another star. So the Raptors would probably have to give up an OG and an OB. I don't know. I've I've heard rumors about Dame Lillard. I've also heard rumors about CJ McCollum. A potential like the Raptors apparently are actively looking to trade Pascal Siakam. Or they're not actively looking no, to trade him. They're not. They are taking calls on Siakam. They're, they've been taking calls so, on Siakam, yeah. One of the rumors I've heard with that same Portland Trailblazers team is a potential swap between McCollum and Siakam. That's a possibility. I've also heard that the Sacramento Kings have a big interest in Pascal Siakam. So, I mean, these are all things, you know, does it make sense? For Portland and Toronto to swap these players? If we're not getting Dame... I love CJ McCollum, don't get me wrong. But if we're not getting getting Lillard back, I'm not giving up Siakam. I will march up to Bobby Webster and Masai Ujiri's offices and tell them that we're not getting rid of Pascal Siakam. Do you think that the Raptors passed on Jalen Suggs because they have a a deal in place for CJ McCollum or Dame Lillard? 100%. 100%. Do you think that they just intentionally did not pick a guard because they already have a 100%. guard in place? 100%. And ended up picking Scotty Barnes, who is like, Pascal who is, Siakam. A, who is Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Which is why, I, you know, the trade speculation for trading Siakam for a guy like McCollum makes sense. Does it not? It Am does. I, do I have the wheels turning now a little in your yes, mind? Yes, it does. But I'm just really hoping that we get a Dame Dalla back instead of a CJ McCollum. You know, it just makes sense. That or the perhaps Raptors... even both. Or perhaps even both. Yeah. I mean, the, the trade for uh, a player like Dame Lillard would obviously have to involve OG. It That's would have to involve... That's like I was saying. It would have to involve draft picks. And it would yeah. have to involve some of our younger talent. You know what I mean? mean, Like maybe even a Malachi Flynn. It could work out, but I really like what we have in Scotty Barnes. Oh, I I do too. You Uh, see the way that Toronto has just embraced him? Like since he's come to Toronto, like Drake brought him in, like Drake showed him his place, like uh, Cardinal Fischel brought him to the real jerk. Like this is like, he's he's getting the full Toronto man's experience over here. That's awesome. Yeah, and like when he showed up, um, he stood outside, like right in Jurassic Park area, and he got literally like swarmed by Toronto fans, like people coming from the Blue Jays game. Like he, they obviously like they didn't announce that he was going to be there, 
he just he just showed up to like take a look at the place and everyone started recognizing him and running up to him being like oh my god scotty welcome to toronto like you haven't seen that video yeah it's oh it's so good i just love the way we and and scotty barnes has that energy like i said we've said on episodes prior that like he's gonna fit in so well to this organization into this franchise into this city he already reminds me just his energy uh of what jyd used to be for the raptors in the early yeah. 2000s yeah just like a scrappy energy player you know but he is no jyd on skill level he is a talented young man who just got drafted fourth overall for good reason like he was unanimously a top five mock draft um pick you know yeah. like a lot of experts had him going top five anyways they didn't have him going over Jalen Suggs, but here we are. You know, have faith in Masai. 100%. Trade Pascal for... I don't want to get rid of Pascal. I'll get rid of Ananobi, but I don't want to get rid of Pascal. Pascal is our all-star. Pascal is... Pascal and Van Vliet are the two players I don't want to give up. If we give up one of them, we're, we're at the same... Like, we're not gaining anything. You know what I mean? I, I really don't want to get rid of Siakam. I know he's taken a lot of heat, like in the past, in our bubble playoff run, and even sometimes last season. Mm-hmm. But he was putting up triple doubles last season. Over the next three years, he's making he's making thirty three mil this year, thirty five and a half next year, and then thirty seven in twenty twenty three. Thirty almost thirty eight mil. In I'm okay with that. I'm not trade his ass. We can get some assets back for that. Yeah, but assets don't make a championship team. I think we can build a championship team that contends next season. Siakam's also he he's twenty seven years old, right? Like he, everyone's got old. everyone's got his spinorama move figured out. <laughs> you know, like he does the same move every single time. He's still a good player, don't get me wrong, but he's not a star like McCollum and Lillard are. I disagree with you. I think Siakam is at the same level. As he's above, he's right below Lillard, but he's above McCollum. I think he's a star. I don't know. Like, there's so many, so many rumors circling around there's right now. So many rumors. I do not think, like I said, the Raptors are done. I do not think they're done this offseason. I think they're still going to. I don't think Dame Lillard plays for the Portland Trailblazers at the start of next season. I don't. I don't know. Could you see. Pascal potentially getting traded to Sacramento for a guy like Buddy Heald? No. You wouldn't do that? No. And I will is it actually Because his name's be Buddy? Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck this loser named Buddy. No, if 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 Messiah and Bobby Webster, as much as I, you know, talk about how great they are, if they do trade away Siakam, especially to the Kings, there's no one on the Kings I would want back. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm sure we'll see something happen here in the next few weeks with with the Raptors. They can't just, you know, it it almost is quiet before the storm. You know, we saw this. We saw this two years ago when, you know, Masai went out and traded DeMar DeRozan to acquire a star and they won the championship next year. They won a championship. This team still has championship aspirations right now. Yeah. um, It was also quiet before they made that trade. They made that Tamar Kawhi trade. That's what I'm saying. It was very quiet before. It was that. quiet. They didn't do anything. They didn't do any signings. Yeah. Um, 
we just talked about that the fact that they're clearing out they actually started right now. clearing out a little bit not as much as they are now but they started clearing out a little bit that off season something could be going on right now oh baby something could be happening right Boone's now he's brewing what's he got in the pot he's brewing something they're both brewing something every time i see videos of them in like their war room like yeah. right before uh right before they like when they made the scotty barnes pick did you see that that video of like them them making the final decision like all right scotty barnes that's it mm-hmm. like that's it this is a big one guys like this is it like yeah also re-sign masai ujiri holy shit why isn't that done yet let's do that right now come on let's call him up tell him to resign maybe that's what they're waiting on that's why he hasn't done anything maybe that's maybe that's the deal that they're working out so that they can in turn go out and sign whoever they want or trade whoever they want Maybe that's what's going on. Alrighty, so that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, we're going to talk more NFL next episode. We're going to talk more Olympics as well. Hopefully, we're going to talk about the Canadian women bringing home more gold. We will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. 